Hey, it's Jordan. We'll fire up the Chill Factory in about 20 seconds. First, I want to make sure that you have the Chill Factory app. It's an amazing podcast companion that helps you relax between episodes and forever. Stay tuned to the end of this episode because I'll be giving a special password so that you and 99 other listeners can use all of the Chill Factory app's features for free. We give people a nice desk and a computer and um, kind of call it a day. Why aren't we recreating the natural world around us? Because our natural environments, like I said before, we are mammals. Why aren't we recreating what our body was meant to be in, which is the outdoors? Hi, and welcome to The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. When I'm in Miami, there's a restaurant I love to go to, and you have to walk through a hotel lobby to get to it because the restaurant's on the back of the hotel's property. You go up a few easy steps and two sliding doors gracefully open. You enter the lobby and you're immediately engulfed by incredibly cool and fresh air. The light is beautiful. It's streaming through the plate glass windows. The colors are beige and white. The furnishings are sparse. There's gentle music playing. There's a beautiful scent. And it's just the most chill, peaceful space I've ever been in. Truth be told, I'd be happy to skip dinner and just hang out in the lobby. I was in this lobby recently, and it gave me the idea for this episode of The Chill Factory. Specifically, how can we design our work and home spaces so they help us feel calmer. And who better to talk to about this topic than Caitlin Wolf, because she's the social spaces specialist at Hayworth, an amazing company that I also have the great pleasure of working with. Caitlin, thanks for coming by The Chill Factory. I want to know right up front, what is a social space specialist and I practiced saying that many times fast because it's very difficult to do. It is very difficult to say. I know. I think I've gotten it down pretty well by now. Social spaces specialist. So yes, I work for Hayworth. And Hayworth is one of the world's largest furniture manufacturers. We're a leader in the industry of making commercial-grade furniture and products for workplace, public spaces, healthcare, education. My role is really to help communicate and help um people discover and organizations discover how they want their people to perform in space, considering this, you know, especially now considering hybrid work and flexibility of schedules, um, the office now really becoming a destination where people need to be drawn to instead of this default of where people have to go every day. And do some of the principles that you look at when you're talking with clients and partners apply also to individual workspaces? I'm really thinking about uh, home work spaces, given that lots of people because of the pandemic are now working completely at home or or certainly part-time at home. It's been an interesting evolution, I think, as we all kind of haphazardly stood up our home offices thinking, well, we'll be home for a couple of weeks. I can work from the dining room table. Over time, that, um, that mentality that it you know, we'll get through it in the next couple of weeks, you know, then it's a couple of months. And now we're here a year and a half later, and some people have not been back to their workplaces. So finding 
elements in home office that match the same types of things at, at the office are very important. So things like ergonomics, I know we all take for granted the investment that our employers make in our chairs, especially. There is so much science and research that goes behind beautiful products that support our bodies throughout the day that, you know, people have, have been substituting a bar stool or a kitchen chair for that, you know, over time, that's really been obvious how much we need those ergonomic task chairs. Um, But having those same kind of elements, like I said, a chair, a height adjustable table that you can, you know, move throughout the day, having multiple spaces throughout your home that you can go and retreat to, having proper lighting, especially, you know, being next to a window. We'll talk probably about biophilia and how that can eliminate stress or buffer stress. But even lighting on your task, lighting on your face, we've never really had to think about that before at work, making sure your face is well lit when we're on our conference calls now and video calls. So Caitlin, I'm hoping you can help me with a name because I can't think of a good one or I don't know if there is a name for that feeling you get when you walk into a room or some kind of space, uh, especially for the first time and Sometimes the, the feeling is, wow, or sometimes the feeling is, uh, uh, it makes you uncomfortable in a certain way. Is there, is there an industry name for that feeling? Yes. At Hayworth, we talk a lot about legible spaces. You will get that wow factor or that comfortable feeling when a space has been designed with legibility in mind. Our interior designers are accredited to be health, safety, and welfare experts for occupants of the spaces they're designing. So they're thinking about security of that space. Is there wide enough aisles? Um, Do people with disabilities, are they comfortable and safe in those spaces? Uh, Are the adjacencies appropriate? Are the ergonomics in mind? Are things at the right height? That's kind of like baseline. When buildings are built, um, those are kind of the baseline expectations of feeling safe in that space physically, but psychological, there's this whole other set of elements of feeling psychologically safe in space. And now more than ever, people are very aware of the bubbles that they're in and what they've been comfortable in in the last year and a half if, if, as we've been in COVID. So now when we're in space, you know, flexibility is very important. Can, can I change the space to meet my needs? Can I move tables? Is it okay to move a table? Is the table on casters? Is this okay? Is this not okay? Are there private spaces I can retreat to? Um, are there high backs on furnitures or panels or screens that are dividing me from a different space? I like to talk about how that humans are mammals. I think we forget that sometimes, that we have a mammalian brain, we have these primal instincts. And if you think of like a favorite restaurant or coffee shop, if there's a booth available, that's generally where you gravitate towards because you want to feel safe in a little nook and cranny. I've observed this. I love watching people in space, especially in public spaces, try and find and like where they're going to fill up first. The very last space in a coffee shop is going to be like, a cafe table with chairs right out in the center because you feel very exposed. So providing these psychological elements uh, for psychological safety rather in space is very important as people are returning to their office and feeling and being very aware of the bubble. Many of us have been challenged by this juggling of space types now for the last year and a half. And for some of us, it's just going to continue for a while. So it becomes even more important to think about, okay, where can I go to have some peace and quiet that's not work and that's not home? And that could be taking a walk outside, but wintertime is coming for many of us. So maybe it needs to be 
a, a space that's created in your home or building if you don't have a lot of space in your actual uh, apartment. So I'm glad you brought that up. Caitlin, let's do a rapid fire round. Sorry about that violent uh, metaphor. Let's do a, a round of elements that connect to space and in particular one's stress level or how one feels in a space. And if you could comment on these and give your professional opinion based on your work, based on your research, that would be great. Okay, number one, color. We could probably talk for hours, Jordan, about color theory and how that affects our moods. I've been dropping the hint to some people and designers, especially in this post-COVID environment when stress is heightened, returning to the office. I would challenge people that maybe their branding is bright red or bright orange. We know that those colors kind of heighten our senses and we feel a little, they're, they're not calming, I guess I'll say, like blues and greens and some of the calmer colors. So designing with neutral colors is a good thing for stress, uh, especially those, like I said, with maybe that is the core of their branding. There's a couple of organizations that I walk by in the Skyway here in Minneapolis where I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. Um, maybe tone it down a little bit. Maybe have pops of colors in just a few things where it's a nod to your brand, but not your whole wall, you know, your whole giant wall being red. Um, just for the, the sense of calm that employees can, can feel through that color. And calming colors, Caitlin, are blues, greens, uh, neutral beiges, whites. Yeah, I would say look out your window and any one of the colors that you see in nature, really. That's great advice. <laughs> That's, that cuts to the chase. Okay, <laughs> next, light. Yeah, so that goes along with the calming colors of nature. So again, we could probably talk for hours and hours about biophilic design and bringing in light and sunlight, daylight into our lives. When we talk about stress reduction and recovery, access to daylight and to a view to the outdoors is incredibly, incredibly important for recovery. You can also go, you know, for a, a walk to improve your mood. I think, like I said, there's studies upon studies upon studies about the benefits of um, being outside, but you'll also get those benefits of just being outside. Even if you brought your laptop outside and you were working outside for 15 minutes, the benefits you can get from being out in the daylight, being in the sunshine, smelling the oils in the air can do such good things for your productivity and your mood. If you don't have a window and you can't look at a neutral setting outside the trees, the sky, the clouds, are photographs, uh, paintings on the wall, posters, are they a good second choice? They are. If you can put some kind of, whether it's a painting or even your desktop background, like there are li these little hints throughout the day that if you have a hint to nature nearby to you, it is far better than not having anything or having something chaotic like a city scene or something like that. Okay, next term, next element density, and maybe this is related to the big C word, clutter. Um, I mean, I have to say, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a very tidy person, so I'm not living out what I'm preaching right now. Um, but I think it's probably an obvious thing to state that if you have more clutter on your desktop, your brain is a lot more cluttered. Um, I think there's two types of people in this world. There's filers and there's pilers. 
Um, so from a workplace perspective, you know, giving work tools to people to help support their best method of how they store objects near to them is, is a good thing. Like we have workstation layouts that specifically have like a piling level because we know that people are pilers. So instead of making them become filers, we give them the piles, we give them little trays and things like that where people can have their things out because I think that is very important for people to have things at quick grasp. Next term, scent. So I mentioned a little bit before talking about biophilia that people react to like the oils in trees when they're outside. That's like a positive association. That's how we can help reduce stress. That's one of the ways uh, or one of the things outside that um, is a good thing for our bodies to experience. And you can get pleasing scents from plants, from candles. There are a lot of sprays that uh, make pleasing scents, but you could also you know, bring in a scent from home. I used to work uh, at an office and it was in a new building and it was very non-smelling. There's <laughs> just no smell. And the, the building was um, a lot of cement. So um, I wanted to warm it up and I really wanted a scent that I gravitated toward. So I bought some Play-Doh because I love the smell of Play-Doh. And I would keep the Play-Doh covered in the little containers on my desk. And when I wanted a, uh, a whiff of joy, I would open up the Play-Doh and take a whiff. And I felt lighter and happier. Uh, so my point is that um, you can think about scents that you really like. Uh, and a lot of these things that we're talking about don't have to break the bank. Improvements to space and, and elements that reduce our stress and make us feel calmer in a space can, can not be very expensive. Okay, next, sound. Something going away from just that white noise, like that fuzzy, uh, almost sounds like your HVAC kicking on. Um, introducing instead nature sounds can accomplish the same thing, but just boost it a little more to have that connection to the earth. And then on top of that, layering in technology that connects you. So if it's a river flowing, showing a picture of that river flowing actually helps you reduce stress because you can like, otherwise, if the river was flowing, your, your brain is automatically like, where is that river? I need to find it. And you kind of go into this like heightened mode. The father of biophilic design, his name is Stephen Kellert. And he has this quote that I won't quote the whole thing, but he talks about how um, zoos have evolved in the last century where they used to be these inhumane cages and people have realized that now what's appropriate is to create reproductions of their natural environments and he started poking fun almost a little bit at how you know we give people a nice desk and a computer and um, kind of call it a day why aren't we recreating the natural world around us because our natural environments like i said before we are mammals um, why aren't we recreating what our body was meant to be in, which is the outdoors? Caitlin Wolf is the social spaces specialist at Hayworth. And Caitlin, thanks so much for coming by the Chill Factory today. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me on the Chill Factory. One of the headlines from my conversation with Caitlin Wolf was bringing nature into our home and workspaces to help them feel more calm and peaceful so that we could be happier and more productive in them. We talked about natural light, sunshine, about natural objects such as trees, and we mentioned 
sound, bringing in nature sounds to also help us feel calm. There's a great study from 2014 that was published in the International Journal of Nursing that found significant reductions in anxiety among people who listened to environmental sounds. So let's do a little experiment. Take a moment to think about the last time you were really stressed or anxious and then imagine yourself stopping, closing your eyes, and listening to these sounds. Want some hot chocolate? I love these sounds, and I think I hear you relaxing through my headphones. The first one was called Dream Stream, and the second was Snowfall, and the third was Fireside Chill. And they're all in the Sonic Spa, which is the most popular feature in the Chill Factory app. You can play them when you're working or studying or driving to inject calm into any situation or space. And because you stopped by the Chill Factory today, you and 99 other listeners will get to use all of the Chill Factory app's features, including the Sonic Spa, for free for one year from the original post date of this episode. Just go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Chill Factory app, and enter the special password SPACES when prompted. There is a free version of the app, but this password will let you use all of the Chill Factory app's features for free. It's quitting time for this episode of The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. Thanks so much for listening. The Chill Factory is produced by The Stress Coach, and you can find all sorts of additional resources at thechillfactory.net, including our show notes, which have links to resources mentioned during this episode. You can also listen to all episodes of The Chill Factory there and leave us a voice comment or question. Just look for the blue tab on the right side of all site pages. And be sure to follow or subscribe to The Chill Factory so you'll know when new episodes are available. And as essayist Ralph Waldo Emerson said, live in the sunshine, swim in the sea, drink the wild air.